also went blonde, which was the worst mistake I've ever done in my whole entire life. It's <laughs> absolutely horrific. You can't, I couldn't afford to be a blonde. Hello and welcome to The Glow Up, presented by Stellar Magazine. I'm Vicky Nataro and I'm here to talk to you some of our favourite people about one of our favourite things, beauty. We'll meet our fabulous guests for this episode in just a minute, but before that, a quick thanks to our sponsors, Hey You. We've been keeping up with all things Below Deck Down Under on Hey You. It's the latest entry to the reality franchise, which sees, as the name suggests, the drama move to Australia. Down under. Safe to say the Yachties are bringing some serious entertainment factor in this new spin-off. So as well as Down Under, you can also catch up on all the drama from nine seasons of Below Deck, six seasons of Below Deck Mediterranean and three seasons of Below Deck Sailing Yacht. It really is the home of all things Below Deck. <laughs> and if you were uh, watching our Hey You Insta Star Awards, you would have seen that um, Hey You actually built a yacht at the event. So... It was fab. Well, it wasn't a yacht. We'll just call it that. It was more of a platform that looked like a ship. <laughs> but it was good times. So head to heyyou.com for a free trial so you can start streaming straight away. Now, this week's guest was the host of our inaugural Hey You Stellar Insta Star Awards last November and someone I've been girl crushing on since I met her. We're actually in a very romantic setting right now. It's literally the glow up where we're doing this by lamplight. So it's it's very sexy. Um, she's the busiest woman in broadcasting at the moment and absolutely rocking it in her new weekend slot on 2FM. It is the gorgeous Laura Fox. I'm bursting. <laughs> I, I Look at that entire intro. I've had my mouth open. She has. There's so much I want to say. I'm like... Below Deck Mediterranean was one of my favourite things. I only started watching it after the Hey You Insta Star Awards. Really? Because that's when I was welcomed to it because we got of the socks. But that's, we had why the deck. They, that's why they work with us and we it, spread the word. Oh my God, they were so fantastic and they got me through my stint of COVID. The socks are great. So I, fantastic. I was fuming. They had lovely girls dressed up as sailors handing out socks to everyone who got their picture <laughs> taken on the fake yacht. And I snagged myself a pair, put them in my goodie bag and then left my goodie bag on the night. Oh. Because you know you know yourself, we yeah. were up to high dough that day. Um, so I actually, like at 10 o'clock I went home went to bed like my husband went back out listen you <laughs> had so much going on I went in my gown to the George oh my god you were fa- you went with our boss I know in your gown to the George <laughs> you were fabulous it was such a great night but they handed out below deck and hey you socks and I was fuming that I didn't get them and then my bestie Laura gave me hers because Aww. she's the kindest girl in the world she's um, so much nicer than I am same I was like I would have kept them or at least kept one of them but she gave me both pairs <laughs> and I wear them but you know what I've been so preoccupied with housewives that right. I'm only getting into Below Deck now and I actually love Australian reality TV it's yeah. really bold they're really bold what down, Below down Deck under. are you doing at the minute I'm starting with Down Under okay oh yeah excellent okay so down Asia, under. Asia who's on Down Under so it's Asia okay. Asia I fell in love with her on Below Deck Med mm. so I watched a season a day when I had COVID because like, there's you, nothing else to you do you have to relax yeah. you can't do anything else and I was bed into it it was my purpose for waking up in the morning oh. and I was going to bed at night being like okay I have to sleep now so I can get back up and watch another episode <laughs> Do you know, I that happens hooked. to me with Housewives. I absolutely know what you mean. And I totally get that. It's Yeah, it's a, it is an addiction. Like. So I've put them to the side at the minute. I'm on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Amazing. Which, I mean, I know this is nothing to do with this podcast. We could just turn oh, into no, a we reality could, we TV. Could, we could. <laughs> and to be honest, we have another podcast called The Skim that we're slightly changing the format of so that we can deep dive things Excellent. like The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. But the only reason that I watched The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City was because you told me after I was yeah. finished Beverly Hills, you're like, get into this. And I love it because it's two seasons. So you're yes, not it's starting short and way sweet. back. Yeah. But now I'm coming to the end of the second season 
I'm like, oh no, what am I going to do? Yeah. Because I'm never going to get the end of this. Like, it's Ugh. wild. You see, I like to binge reality TV. I oh, don't yeah. like to watch it week to week. No. So at the moment, I'm all caught up on, for example, New Jersey, Real mm-hmm. Housewives of New Jersey. So that's currently on every Wednesday. And I'm like, oh, I just, I want to know what's going on because I'll see spoilers. Yeah. But I, I ha- will have to go back. And the same with Salt Lake City, I'll have to go back and just watch the season through because that's when you get really into it. It's just, reality TV is just the best. But well, it's when like, you immerse <laughs> yourself in it as well. Like when I started Beverly Hills, I full on thought that was my lifestyle. Oh, totally. And it happens to me with everything because this was me with Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl back in the day, <laughs> I got so immersed in it. I thought I was Serena Vanderwoods and I dumped my boyfriend one night. No joke. He needed to be dumped anyway. Amazing. But I, I, that was my, my catalyst for I was going to say, it. are you Serena or Blair? So you're Serena. I, I'll be Blair. Okay, excellent. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> but now that I watch it back, because Gossip Girl was one of those, uh, is my background noise. Right. So it's what I throw on all the time when I can't concentrate and I just need something on the background. So I've watched it through on through, I'd say like 40 times at this point. Yeah. But I keep changing my mind. When I was younger, I think I wanted to be Serena because, you she's know. So she's so glam and sexy. Yeah, and, and yeah, she's yeah. fab. But when you go back and you watch it a little bit later on, you kind of go, oh, actually, do you know what? She's a bit of a flake, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. You wouldn't want to actually be friends with her. Whereas yeah. Blair, okay, yeah, she's the queen bitch. Yeah. But she's got her shit together yeah. and she knows what's going on. That happened to me with the OC as well when I went back and watched that. I was like, oh, I just herself. love telly. I could sit here and talk it's to you about <laughs> telly all the live long day. Because it combines, especially these shows, combine everything I love. It's like glamour. Mm-hmm. Glam, uh-huh. showbiz, like celebrity, and then just great storylines just get me absolutely hooked. It's so fab. So come here, let's talk about you. Oh God, yeah, hi. Hi. <laughs> hi everybody, my name's so Laura. you have been working in 2FM for a while now, right? Yeah. Doing the showbiz and, and covering shows and stuff. I was just being an absolute leech. I was like, <laughs> what What can I do? What job yeah, can I do? give me a job. So, and that, and that was the, the height of it. What happened was I had... Worked in Goy Bay FM in Goy, obviously. They did a random open audition years ago. And I was like, okay, hook me up. I need to get in here. I did. And then things were going really, really well. And it was going towards me getting my own show down there. And I left. I left with nothing. I left to move up to Dublin because my thought process at the time was, I'm 25. Yeah. If I take this now. Now or never. Yeah. But if I take this now, I stay here forever. Right. And I will always go, well, I could have done that. But then I would always be like, but could you? Yeah. So why not just do it? So I left with zero in my pocket up to Dublin. I was still working odd shifts in Goy Bay FM. I got a random PR job that was letting me do it. Yeah. And I hate PR so much. Like I'm so shit at it. And it was for a fast fashion brand. And I hated everything they stood for. And I hated myself for doing it. But I needed to pay my bills. Yeah. And then I ended up meeting meeting a guy at a photo shoot one day where he was just like what are you doing here like, you clearly hate it oh and I was like yeah I was like I really want to get into radio I want my slides were set in 2FM and it was in my head because it was the national broadcaster and I was like you know aim high and I'm not saying that it's the best I think it is because like I absolutely adore it well it has but such a history that's you know? it and it was all the legends that came yeah. with it so and that's where I wanted to go but I had no contacts I had no idea how I was going to get in there met this random guy at a photo shoot who knew a guy who looked always after the Pulse always the way yeah. it, this country is so and I, people used to always say to me this country is so small and it's only but that's its beauty I know and that's what I love about it so mm. much is that you can actually if you want to do something you can actually have a conversation with someone who will know someone who will exactly. know someone who can make it happen mm-hmm. so I got into Pulse uh, luckily enough which is the digital station for RTE and then a guy called Alan McQuillan who trained everybody in oh. 
Walpole's the most fabulous human in the whole entire world. Uh, he just came down to me one day and he said, you have it. He was like, we're going to get you over to your That's it. And like, I wouldn't be one to blow smoke up your ass at all. But like, he, he was just kind of like, let's make this work. So we put a demo together and we sent it across to my now boss, Paul, who uh, runs 2FM and he's like our office manager and whatnot. But you have to catch Paul. You can't just, because he gets bombarded with so much stuff. So I remember coming into 2FM for three days straight where me and Al just lurked around corners waiting to, for him. to try and bump into him because <laughs> he couldn't just land at his desk because he'd be like oh yeah um, l- listen I'll get to that Yeah, yeah. this had to be I feel that Paul that's yeah, me <laughs> and I, but I understand that too I totally get yeah. it and I hate to be that burden but you have to because you have to do your bit no you have to and to be honest if you're in that situation where you're kind of it's your job to spot talent and mm-hmm. nurture it yeah. you have to be open to yeah. it so fair so, play to him as well so uh, Al, Al was the one who brought everybody over and um, he we lurked around corners and we lurked over in the canteen and we were trying to catch him and he would just go down a different corridor and we'd be like oh my god there's that young one again with her demo (laughs) so one day we bumped into him and it was just like oh hi Paul and then Al started talking about working he was like oh this is Laura remember I was telling you about her Uh, she's got a demo in for ends and stuff and he was like oh yeah and then just by chance it happened the very next week that Lottie was taking some time off and they needed someone to cover in the entertainment news and they turned straight into it and that's how it happened and then I started to get on really well with all the teams just by chatting and having the crack with them and they're a great bunch of people and then you just pitch ideas and then they come to you when they need segments done and or they need holiday cover exactly or someone's off so sick. you start yeah. doing the weekend breakfast and then you start covering just different music shows that is this is that was and there's like absolutely nothing wrong with them that's where you hone your talent and you figure out what you're comfortable with and how you can speak and how you can talk and what's your bag and then I started getting more into it and I was like I, I really want to do talk radio I mean as we can tell from this podcast you I like talking <laughs> but I like talking to people yeah and that's the thing I love I love learning new things about people and I love learning things that aren't just okay here's my new song coming out I'm like but how did you get here yes like that's the same as me to be honest I'm fascinated by people yeah and that's why I love reality tv that's why I love trashy real life magazines take a break the best I, I wish, love take I a wish break. I could do Irish take a break but Irish people are too shy <laughs> to tell their stories it's so annoying come on Irish people I'll just come under a different alias every week yeah, make a story yeah, yeah. For you. oh it's just the best but that it's people that's mm. like you know that's a very you know nice way of saying that I'm just really nosy I know same <laughs> oh my god but it's true it's true um, but yeah I started asking around then uh, like obviously the pandemic hit and and then I was out of a job uh, completely out of a job and I was I remember bawling my eyes out being like oh my god and then I kind of went right the world's in turmoil you can either sit here and cry and mope or you can just sit down and watch reality TV yeah. for two full weeks I took I took like no like nothing like I didn't send any emails I didn't try to bother anyone because I was like everyone's in a pandemic nobody yeah, wants to be getting out. crap yeah. so for the first two weeks I binged Real Housewives of Beverly Hills so much so that Brian used to have to come up and be like are you going to get out of the bed today yeah. nope and I was like no and he was like but are you okay and I was like no I'm actually totally fine this is the thing I actually Besides think I the, needed this the, the pandemic yeah you just I, I was like I just rest. needed this Yeah. so then that was fine and then um, they sorted another contract for me for 2FM just for free freelancing for getting in and out and then we started getting bits and bobs where we could do the entertainment news from home and coming in to cover like weekend gigs and people needing time off and then it hit last summer Jennifer Zamparelli was taking a week off and they said to me okay you're up and I was like okay excellent and I'm actually really happy that it took the length of time it did because I, got, I used to get so frustrated being like when's my shot gonna yeah. happen what's like, my what? big break but I never would have been able for it if they had thrown me into that slot two years ago I would not have been able for it and that would have been me X'd off. Right. 
because that would have been my shot and I would have blown it. Mm. And I know that for a fact because I wasn't as comfortable in myself. In, and in the medium as well, you yeah. have to be like. And it's it's actually not even in, in the radio thing. I was like, I think since turning 30 and I used to think that was a big myth. But my God, I've just kind of realised I'm a badass bitch. <laughs> I actually like the way I am. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I've realised deep down I'm a really nice person and I've got my core group of people that I love and adore who will tell me if I'm being a nurse. But I also like, like meeting new people and I like going out and, and I've just figured out that I have more confidence in myself so when I got thrown into that slot I was really relaxed like weirdly relaxed into it and I was like I, I love this you just found your niche yeah and I loved it so much and it was so fab and I remember our boss coming down to me at that time he let me do the week and uh, he sat down at my desk then afterwards and he goes yeah so um, when I when I heard you recovering, when I like knew you were going into it, he was like, I was like, oh, yeah, great. He's like, mm, I just thought it would be a very condensed version of Jen's show because Jen's show is massive. There's yeah. so much going on in it. And he goes, and then I heard you open your mouth. And I went, <laughs> oh, fuck. Because <laughs> I was doing a billboard of what was coming up on the show and there was so much going on. Yeah. And then he goes, oh, fuck, she's good. Amazing. Thank you. I was like, and I was like, that means a lot. Yeah. And and it really, really does. And then, you know, it stayed going and that was fine. And then come January this year, I was supposed to have another slot at covering um, Jen's show. And I was supposed to be doing a full week. I got COVID. And I was like, oh my God, that's it. That's the break. And this is this is where your mentality goes when you're in this industry. It's like that that's me done. Yeah. It's missed an opportunity. That's it. But it's not the seven years of work that you've put into that. It's like that one moment is is dust. And then, yeah, I ended up getting the call of being like, okay, well, you're getting your own show, yada, yada, yada. And I was like, ah, like freaking out. And then they launched my show and then they launched the two Johnnies. But there was this three week gap where it was like, okay, so we're going to actually put you into... To both. To both. And I had the option, obviously, of taking weekends off and just doing the weekday. But to me, that wasn't valuable because then my show was missing out. Exactly. Whereas at the time, I was like, I now have this opportunity to do drive, which I'm never in that afternoon slot. I'm never in that evening slot. Really, I've done it like once or twice. And there's a really great group of listeners there who were really sound and they're really active in on the, the car, loving life. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's a really fun slot. Like, there's so much going on. But like, I managed to steal a lot of them and bring them to weekends. Amazing. And in my head, because they messaged me being like, I never heard of you before. Like, I'm actually really happy that I did. I've come to your weekend show. I love playing Bones, and I'm like, yes. Like, Amazing. So much. how do you feel about being on air on weekend mornings? Because you're a very it. social gal. And yeah, and I thought that too. And like, that's what everybody has been scared about. They're like, oh, and I'm like, I also like Thursday night. I'm, exactly. I don't judge. You don't, you don't, yeah. yeah. And like in our line of work, you can go out any night of the week. That's it. And, and there's always stuff going on. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, like events are like predominantly midweek because nobody's yes. given up their weekends exactly. for like a work gig, like yeah. ever. Now, it's been hard because I'm like, oh crap, my friends are doing this. My friends exactly. are not. My friends are actually being really great about it. They're like, Laura, we can take money off work we can do something like things and I'm like that's actually like excellent Um, but I have found it like it's nine o'clock in the morning it's not that early yeah exactly you know we do so much prep like our prep starts from today which is Wednesday so we get everything like done dusted and sorted so if I go out on Friday night for a couple of drinks like I'm still in work in the morning like you know there's there's no real issue for me that that and Brian takes doesn't go out so it's like just in case (laughs) just in case good man Brian he's great great wingman as well as partner he's amazing he ended up in the George too he did of course he did he loved and life. He was like, somebody pinched my ear. And I was like, oh my God, God was bless probably you. probably our boss. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I'm only joking, Michael, it wasn't you. Um, so, of course, I kind of came to know of you in, during the pandemic because mm. you were hosting some beauty events for yeah. brands that we, we work with. And 
straight away I was like she's a natural because it takes charisma on Zoom to come across really well <laughs> especially when you're interviewing people and you have to kind of hold people's attention because there's nothing I hate more than Zoom these days oh my God, I think it, as our podcast engineer said Zoom hates Zoom now it's just <laughs> yeah. you know we're over it to the max and like it's great that you get to like you know interview people in different countries and stuff but that's where I draw the line I'm never going to a virtual event ever again but no. you were great and I remember people in the office saying to me oh geez she's lovely like and then I found out that you were working on 2FM and then it kind of just naturally snowballed into you hosting our event and it just I worked out really died well. I when I got that message. Ah. I was, no, I was honestly so excited because like hosting is something I really want to get into and it's hard because, you know, there's a small pool of people yes, who get who to do, do it really well. Yeah. And they do fantastic and no one's ever going to take a gamble because they're like, well, they're like solid and that's where they're shining. But it was the fact that you'd messaged me and just said that and I was like, yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> yes! Well, it was such a fun event for us because it was year one and it was, you know, hey, were involved and it was just so exciting because that event as well over the pandemic had grown and changed in my mind from being mm. just more, initially it was more about kind of Insta style and then during the pandemic when Instagram became so important for keeping us like laughing and alive. having fun and being inspired and yeah being alive um, that I knew we had to broaden it out so it just it was a perfect storm and it all came together so brilliantly and I'm delighted to say it's coming back in September Woo-hoo. for year two and I hope you'll come back too Oh my god would you have me? Yes <laughs> of course I find like all you guys at different events and stuff and yeah. I honestly I just I gravitate <laughs> and I'm like hi Stella Pals. You're one of us I am You are one of like, us Honestly I caught Patrick yesterday yeah. um, and Rebecca and I was like oh yes you're here at least I know you guys and then I moved on and I met Denise and I was like yes like, amazing no, I, we are a fun group we will say that oh, no, you're the we will be- say that but the thing that I love about you guys is like you genuinely are all friends absolutely and I hired them all that's yeah. why <laughs> I hired my very talented pals from the industry but that's the beauty of being in a small industry for 15 years at this point I know who's great yeah. do you know what I mean and that goes to you, for you as well so we've at the, yeah at this point in time we've assembled this crack team of really great people who are also great crack and hardworking. So thanks but it's be even, to the gods. And I actually just need to say this now as well. Kiss magazine, because Kiss is what I grew up reading. Little baby. It's so fab. But I met a girl um one night during the summer in Devitts and uh, it was so random. She was a little like a baby. Aww. She was like 20, 21 or whatever and I was like, oh my God, I love you. So we, we ended up having the crack and we were following each other on Instagram and then next thing, like a couple of weeks later, she was like, oh my God, I'm going interning for Kiss and ah. Sive. Oh, we love Sive. Oh my God, she is Oh my fab. God. We like she's Sive. unbelievable. So she is. But it, it was that. Like it was this like little moment where I was like, oh my God, you're so talented and you're so cute. And then bang, it was like. She's in the, there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, if you send me a good email, generally it works. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a bit of a her for a good email. So look, let's get talking about Oh beauty. yes, yes. Because you're obviously a very glam gal. And I know you have a bit of a beauty pageant past. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Tell like, us about that. The beauty pageant stuff, I honestly got into that to get into. Showbiz. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought for me, I was like, this is a nice way of catapulting yourself into it. So I did Miss Galway first and random, like I, to this day, even my friends are like, you're the most chaotic human. We've no idea how you won it. Because (laughs) I didn't tell anyone really I was doing it. I just ran up on my lunch break and entered in this pageant, came back down again. This is when like you had to do like loads of interviews and you had to get through rounds. It Right now, I think it's like, it's dwindling a little bit in as in it's not as huge and people don't want to be in it as much, which I do think is sad, but like it I think it's changes. evolving a little bit. Yeah. Like it's 
it's not so much the swimsuit round anymore. It's a lot yeah. more about like your personality and who you are. Like the current Miss Ireland, Pamela Uba, she's absolutely amazing. We love that girl so much. She, we met her at Insta Star. She looked like a star. Sorry, also Emma Scoway, can I point I out? I know, yeah. And she's amazing. So, but like the amount of Irish celebs that have come from pageants mm. and like you can't, and they're also really famous now. So Rosanna Davison, obviously won Miss World. Amanda Brunker was Miss oh Ireland God, back in the day. Yeah. Roz Purcell, Miss Universe Ireland. So yeah. like, you, and Holly Carpenter, like you can't discount no. that, you know, they are a stepping stone, which you obviously know for for And that's what I'd seen. I'd seen all of these people before me and I was like, okay, do you know what? Just throw yourself into it and see what happens. And then <clears throat> did that, did Miss Galway, won Miss Galway, had a great time at Miss Ireland. Like it was so much crack and I made loads of friends and it was really good fun. But I remember seeing Miss Sunday World at the time. And obviously because she's the face of a national paper, she gets so much coverage. Of course. So the next year I was like, the competition hadn't even finished. And, <laughs> and I you were was like, going. Miss Sunday World. <laughs> and that's all I was going for. I was like, I want Miss Sunday World. That's all I want. That's all I want to do. And I did that and I put so much work into it, like a lot more work. Like the first time round for Miss Galway, I didn't even have my dress like on the day of it. And the girls were like, how do you know it's going to fit? And I'm like, well, a girl that I kind of know was dropping it into the tea rooms where I was working. Oh, God. <laughs> and they were like, what? That is chaos. And I was just borrowing things left, right and centre. But I actually think that that was the beauty of it. And I think that's why I won it was because I hadn't fed into any of the this is what you should be. And right. this is how you should be. I was me, and and I do genuinely to this day think that that's what won it for me. Yeah. So like I am like I'm still standby, and any girl who comes to me now and is like, "What should I? You know, what should I say? What should I do?" I'm like, "Be you." Yeah. I'm like, they're looking for personality. Yes. They're looking for people who are themselves. They're not looking for a carbon copy of somebody else. Absolutely. Which is a trap that I fell into second time round when I did Miss Sunday World because I think I got a, a lot more conscious about people around me and how I should be acting and should be doing. And the competition element. Yeah, 100%. Whereas I actually think I would have done a lot better if I had taken a step back and not got involved in the competition element. Right, you know, as just in, like, relaxed a bit into yeah. it. Yeah. I remember in my interview when they were asking me, like, you know, they do all this, like, what are you doing in college or where do you want to be? And like, yada, yada, yada. I was coming up with all these elaborate answers of like shit that I was pretending I wanted to be like and like world peace and all this kind of crap. I was oh, like, that's gosh. not me. What am I doing? But I do think I've learned from that then so much. And even going back to earlier on when I said like hitting 30 was how I yes. felt like I wanted to be. But pageantry. So I didn't have a clue how to do my makeup at the time. like Which no girl did. I actually just genuinely think if you're a 90s kid. Oh my God, you hadn't a clue. You Whereas now know. they oh, all spring from the womb, fully yeah. evolved and able to do their eyebrows. It's, it rots me, to be honest. Me. I'm so jealous. My little sister has got she's 11 years younger than me and she has got the most insane eyebrows I've ever seen in my and probably perfect life. skin as well oh my gorgeous like I used to write for Kiss obviously, obviously and I used to write the beauty advice and when I look back at it now it's absolutely gas and none of them like if you know Kiss is very different these days it's it's a lot more kind of uh, zeitgeisty and, and social media based we don't even bother with the beauty tricks because they know them all yeah. it's so annoying there's no point <laughs> in the world wide yeah they don't want to hear from me no, they, they don't want to hear from any of us know? about yeah they're like oh, you know bitch I can buy you know I can get you know these prepaid credit cards and buy stuff on beauty bed and need you so I'm like alright great good for you gorgeous little bitches oh. <laughs> but yeah it's gas because 90s people we did not have a clue no and I mean why would you we didn't have the internet yes. so I mean there's a lot to be said for yeah we didn't know how to do our makeup but yeah. also we didn't live our lives through a lens so exactly. you know there's a, honestly better times in yeah. a way like you know it's like I look back on pictures and they're gas but I'm also like look how you know she didn't give a shit about what people thought of her that's it we didn't really yeah. care all that much I think I had the opposite experience to you because you say you got more confident in your 30s I got less confident in my 30s no. because I became much more aware of the horrible people out there okay. who just live to tear people down mm. and it's it's part of our job 
it's a pain in the whole part of our job but I have become much more self-aware and self-critical when I was younger I didn't give a shit I was mm. just like I was like you I was like I'm a bad bitch <laughs> whereas now I'm just like everything could go wrong you know I, could, I, lose, know. I could lose everything in five minutes so that's where it kind of and I always hear people say that like in your 30s you settle so I'm hoping that in my 40s I'll settle oh yeah okay <laughs> in my 40s I'll stop giving a fuck what people say I know but you see it's just so hard because there's all these like websites where yeah. people can and even express just social themselves. media like mm-hmm. everyone has an opinion we get that you don't necessarily have to share it if it's a no. bad one Tinks so like we I love know you, Tinks. we love Tinks my goal is to get Tinks on the podcast so Tinks is an American influencer based in California she's in her early 30s she's like TikTok's big sister mm-hmm. that's how she kind of pitches herself she's absolutely fab everything that she does is amazing if you're getting her on the podcast I want her for the radio okay. show so we'll just <laughs> we'll double team her <laughs> yeah. we'll email Sethi her sides, agent because yeah. like I feel like I I know everything about this woman now. She's probably the influencer that I follow the most. Uh, yeah, you know 100%. I mean? And the one that I actually, like, she's a, a comfort blanket to me. I actually seek her out. Yes, to, so like, do I. watch her stories. I love it. And I talk about her as if she's my friend. 100%. I'm like, did you see Tinks' new cat? <laughs> yeah. And people are like, yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, she's brilliant. So if you haven't uh, followed her, dear listeners, it's at me Tinks. It's at me, it's me Tinks. It's me Tinks, yeah. yeah but uh, one of the things that she talks about is the banana brigade. Yes. And I do think that that's something that everybody has to take Absolutely. into account. That, you know, you can say like oh my god I love bananas and it's like well do you know if you ate 37 bananas that you would you die, die. Yeah. Like, there's and that bananas are you know really mean and evil and you can slip on them and <laughs> yeah. like. there's all these kind of things to, so she she takes her outlook as in like okay well you're just part of the banana brigade where mm. you're going to look for a, a bit of hate Something towards me to pull apart. anyway yeah. I know that that's very hard when you've got like three magazines in a wild scale social media and everything on top of it where you're yeah, kind of yeah. going okay everything it's Irish people get really personal as well they're yeah. not just banana brigading they're like you're a stupid bitch yeah. <laughs> and you're like okay just trying to make a nice magazine and podcast for everyone to enjoy you know it's it's gas but like look everybody with any sort of profile in Ireland deals with it and I think during the pandemic it got a bit worse because everyone was so angry and they were just on their phones I had so much more time yeah yeah. so and look if you're, if you're trolling people and trolling people and just giving them shit just stop it or if you're being trolled I think that to flip the narrative uh, me and my friend were literally only talking about this yesterday because she got to go bit it's of not even just tro- like it is trolling but it's like people just talking about you that's it <laughs> and I used to always think you know when like like yesterday like even today like what I'm wearing I'm wearing like a two piece cord I think it's gingham cute as hell yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm all about it and I'm like well, I love this but I used to I'd be too afraid to walk out in the middle of the day with this on because I'd be like oh everyone would be like who's your one who the hell she thinks she is whereas now so I'm Irish. like it, it is so Irish but also I would have been that person in my unhappy days when I was right. really sad and when I just hated my life and hated everybody around me and I'd be like who's your one thing she look at the state of her yeah. fuck's sake how dare she have that confidence yeah and and that used to absolutely kill me so I when I when I hear that or when I see that I look at an old me where I'm going you'll be okay one day oh you just that's gotta, a really nice way to change look your at mind. it but it's it's for my my mental health yeah, as well yeah. if I don't look at it that way then I get really bogged down and really yeah, sad yeah. and I just can't think about it like that I'm like at the core of it I'm a nice person well that's what I yeah I think that's what a lot of people just have to remind themselves mm. you're a good person people love you you're not a ch- like yeah because the little voice in your head can just tell you you're an asshole yeah and that imposter syndrome seeping through totally it's like how oh did gosh. you get this job it's like therapy this is why I love this podcast it's like therapy through talking about we haven't got to one product we'll get to them we have to get your backstory before we talk about products Jesus, we 
just go in and ask your favourite mascara. <laughs> My God. Okay, so tell me. So when you were doing beauty pageants, you were into that, into glam. So when you're a very glam girl, so when did it kind of come? I think kind it? of in in the in the middle of that, like when I went into the Miss Sunday World route, right. and and then I got this like searing confidence where I was like, oh my god! And I had been working out really, really hard, and I like looked fab, like I did. <laughs> I just did, and like I look back at me now, and I'm like, well done, you, you. still look fucking fab. <clears throat> no, but there was there's ebbs and flows, and and this I think is something that I really had to convince myself at the time. I had like three months to get into phenomenal shape, so this was my only goal was working on getting into shape getting to this pageant and and winning this pageant was all I actually wanted to and do. And why did you feel like you had to get into phenomenal shape in particular? Um, Because it, it was. Just competitive it element. was a competitive element. Right. It was that like you're looking at girls who are unbelievable, who literally look like they just sit eating dominoes all day and they don't work out. You know, like, yeah, the, like the more Higgins of the world, you're yeah, just naturally yeah. slim. And this is back in 2014. Gyms were only kind of coming into it yeah. now. But it was the very toxic side of all or nothing gyms. So you didn't have the what you do now where you like intuitively eat, you work yeah. out when you can, you just do a bit by Bob. At the time, it was intense. It was like this you is your life. Six now. days a week, <clears throat> you only eat chicken and rice yeah. and maybe an egg, and that's it. So at the, in the gym I was in at the time, it was actually quite, they were quite great. They were like, they threw loads of parties and it was like really lenient and it was really, really fab. And <clears throat> I did the Miss Sunday World and I had so much fun doing it. And then that ended. And then I can't tell you the void that hit my life where I was just like, oh, my God, I'm still living in Galway. I'm no further along in what I thought would be my career. You know, yeah, like the Sunday where and they still use me for stuff. They still say we're in 2022 and they still send me to a lecture picnic as their Amazing. Amazing. Me and Evan that's all you want. And that's all I want. And yeah. I adore them and I love and adore them so much. And they would always ring and check up and, and they would be like, if you've got anything coming up, let us know. We'll do a spread about it. And, and they're so fab to work with. But I didn't have anything coming up. And I had nothing else going on. And I didn't know what was happening in my life. And then I think that I just fell into this really weird state of my life where I was like, okay, well, maybe if I get into like better, better shape. Oh, God. Okay. Then then it'll all come my way. And then that's when I started getting really obsessive. And I had broken up with my ex at the time. And I think that I just was like, okay, no, I'm party girl city, but I'm also going to be in really good shape. Oh, God. Okay. That's and a dangerous mix. So dangerous. But also... It it was dangerous because I wasn't eating and, and then the bits I was eating. But like I had this mentality at the time that it was fine because it was so casual and I called it a casual eating disorder because I reckon maybe a lot of people are still going through it now. But at the time, I talked about this with my pals and they were doing the same thing. It and was, my wider yeah. circle was doing the same there thing. There was a toxic, you know, focus on carbs of the devil yeah. and you need to work it really hard and never eat bread. And it was such bullshit. No carbs before marbs. Oh my God. No spaghetti before the Serengeti. Yeah. <laughs> that was the Made in Chelsea version of it. But yeah, it was a really toxic environment. Like if you ate bread, someone would be like, Jesus, that's ridiculous. It's or if so you got ridiculous. your food, it would be like, are you going to eat all that? Yeah. And and that's their See, triggers. I'm very lucky. I've never been in, in kind of competitive with friends or anything like that. But Love food, that. yeah, it's always. And actually, it wasn't even really friends. It was acquaintances, acquaintances yeah. who would always pass comment on these kind of things. That Gosh. then, and and I don't know why I held these people's values like more like yeah. than what I held my actual inner circle, yeah. who would be like, "You're not okay. Get your shit together." And then I went teetotal, and I went off the beer for three months, um, solid, and I'll never forget because like. I, I like to drink okay yeah, I love when going out when it's not toxic or dangerous yeah. and you don't have an addiction having it's a fun. drink is great crack yeah, yeah and like I 
Uh, but I totally went off it and then I couldn't even have the crack with my friends because I was so bitter about them being happy Right. that like if I went out dry I would be there arms folded scowling being like I can't Hate believe that everybody. you're drinking all that like I I was that person right. and I was like that's not me so like my friends in fairness to them like copped it straight away they were like oh something seriously wrong with this girl like Aww. it's not it's not that she's being a bitch it's just that she's actually really unhappy right now right. and then yeah I think it was Brian that had to sit me down at some point because we had just started getting together and all that and we were very fresh and he was like listen like I just don't know if you're okay and I don't really know what I can do to help and like you know what's the story but it was just the environment I was in and then I gave it all up and then like I gave up all the gym and all the like food and then it took my body a long time to adjust back into it so but then at the same time I got into Goy Bay FM but I was just feeling so not myself you know that kind of way like I didn't feel like I belonged to my body I also went blonde which was the worst mistake I've ever done in my whole entire life (laughs) Absolutely horrific. You can't, I couldn't afford to be a blonde. It's so expensive. It's so Between expensive. the shampoos and the treatments and have the to get your hair done every six weeks. Your hair done every six weeks. It's a lot. And you're like me, we've similar colouring. Yeah. Kind of pale, but like naturally pale, but we yeah. fake it. Brown eyes, brown hair. It doesn't really suit us. No. Like I used to think, I, I used to say like, oh, Britney's twin. That was my hot my hotmail address when I was teenager. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make that look happen, that blonde, brown eyed look. But it's not for us. No, it just doesn't work. And also Britney had a lot more money to, yeah. to keep it going. <laughs> it's like, I remember the first time I did it, it was like, wow. And then a week later, it was like, no. No, brassy. No. Brass has yeah. settled in the building. And I wasn't able to do it. So yeah. And then, and then this whole chaotic spin of me moving up to Dublin and then feeling so lost and then just feeling like out of sorts. And okay, so now... Now I get why it took you till 30 to to kind of... Yeah, to feel myself and to just really get into it. And I just think that like this last year, while it has been so devastating in like my personal life, it's also been like fab in my professional life. And now they're all starting to come kind of in together where I'm kind of going, okay, yeah, no, I like this. I like it for you. I'm so happy for you. (laughs) So what's your kind of day-to-day look now? Because you're very natural. Yeah, and I am. And I even remember at Stellar Awards, I was like, shit, I should have got a bit more glam. (laughs) No, you were... But it was just, it's just one of those things that I've now figured out what suits my face. And right. we had this conversation actually right before the Stellar Awards where you were asking, was someone going to do my makeup? Yeah, and you were like, no. No. And I, <laughs> it's just that, that thing that I was like, I know how to do my eyeliner and it comes from exactly half my eye out. Yeah, yeah, yours is like so slick and so perfect and we love a winged Thank liner. You. But mine like has to start from halfway in my eye yeah. and straight out because otherwise I'm just swamped and right. it doesn't it suit my face. It closes your eye in. And yeah. yeah. So I am very much, I don't really wear foundation. I've got this like DD cream from Casmara. Oh yeah, it's lovely. Oh my yeah. God. Now you have obsessed. some gorgeous skin. You naturally have lovely well, skin. It just kind of evens you out. Right? But this is the thing, like I put a lot of work into my skin. So I, at 28 randomly uh, got adult acne came out of nowhere broke out now when I say it came out of nowhere at the time I was under the most stress I've ever been under in my whole entire life and it was only a guy at work that said it to me being like my skin had broken out and I was like trying every lotion and potion under the sun to try and get it back together he was like yeah you've been under a lot of stress lately and I was like what of it yeah and he's like it's coming out through your skin yeah of course you need to chill out and I was like (laughs) <laughs> you don't want to hear cream. it I didn't yeah. want to hear it I didn't want to do that but he was right but be, even when I got my stress under control it took a long time for my skin to come back down because it was really angry it was up both sides all of my inflamed cheeks, all inflamed like if you imagine anything like whether it's your skin or your bowels or whatever if they're inflamed and irritable then wrong. you have something wrong and you have to tread softly mm. you can't just attack you have to let it calm itself down yeah. and then prevention you prevention tell someone to that who's got fucking adult acne on no, their face I know, I know. no but it's I know it's exactly the same with IBS like it's, yeah. you, can't, you want to take all the lotions and potions and, and try everything and it's totally natural and, but you also have to expect your body to like almost 
your skin has to purge and your, your poor body has to purge like you're yeah. you know you know you what I'm get getting to the root at of here the problem. you need to get to the root of the problem yeah. before and like stress does manifest in so many different ways I'm lucky I don't get stress breakouts but I do get stress tummy oh stress tummy yeah. no the it's, worst. it's not fair and nobody will ever like understand Until what a stress tummy there. does to you yeah. it's wild yeah and it's not and fair and it makes your skin grey that's yeah. one thing that it does it's but awful yeah like once you kind of find your groove with the right skincare and just your just your groove in life in general just... and I think as well I, I had gone to like the professionals and mm. I got my skin all sorted and I was like yay I'm fixed and then I was like, no, you actually have to stay on top of Oh, no, of you this. have to keep up. Keep so, up. like, and my skincare routine changes with the seasons. So, right. like, you know. So, what's your most, what's your kind of one thing that you use consistently? Oh, SPF. Like, I'm sorry, but I did not realise how much of a difference that makes to your skin. And I kind of scoffed at people all the time. And, like, I now, like, I attack my little sister. I'm like, just whatever you do. Because yeah. you have fabulous skin now, but just put an SPF on top of it. Because pigmentation. It's huge. Everything, your pores, every, just, every, just your health, everything. Oh, it's, my God. And if you find a good SPF, like my SPF is the image. Um, Same. Yeah, it's amazing. Smells delicious. It's fab. But it actually also moisturises your skin. Yeah. So it's like a win-win. It also doesn't make your eyes watery, which a lot of them can. So yeah, that's, that's what I found for a lot of the SPFs. My eyes would be watering and I'd be like, oh, okay, just get on it. Whereas yeah. this, I'm like, I can lash it on absolutely everywhere and it's fab. So are you an oily gal, a dry gal somewhere? Oily. Oh my God, meet your sister. Oh, hi, Are we bitch. related? I, we actually <laughs> we might be. Genuinely, we're Good too similar. Ireland. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of Irish people are really oily. Like yeah. we, a lot of people think they're dry, but what they are is dehydrated. Yeah. And then oil equals congestion, which equals acne and you just have to really keep on top of it. So, so that's the thing with me for so long, I used to avoid any anything that had any moisture benefit in it at all because I was like well I'm oily mm. but I've now realised that if I'm not letting my skin have a drink that oh my God, it's just going to pour at me and like, moisture doesn't from? have to equal oil I think no. that's so important for people to know there are loads of amazing oil free gel formulas and mm. serums that will inject your cells with hydration but won't clog your pores honestly that's if you're a spotty person or you suffer with your complexion that's the one thing you need to know give your cells a drink yeah. don't let heavy things sit on your face or seep into your pores or clog them up you'd be laughing Salicylic acid, hyaluronic acid. Done. There you go. I'm like, I go around and sort all my friends out. I love it though. <laughs> I love, like, I mean, skincare is just. It's I, therapy. It is. And I sing so a little important. song when I'm doing it. Do I'm like, <laughs> I love skincare. And then I'll go to my husband, what do I love? And he's like, skincare. <laughs> the poor Whereas fucker. inside he's secretly singing <laughs> yeah. it. He's yeah, like, oh, totally. Yeah. And he totally uses my image SPF as well. It's the one thing he uses. It's uh, one concession. I nearly clocked when we were on holidays last year mm. because he was like, I was like, oh, use some of that in your face um, for going outside because like, he's a man. So I yeah. know, oh, no, actually a lot of men are good at skincare. Brian is just like, what do I have to? But I was like, just pop a bit of that in your face. Oh, Loved it. No, oh, squeezed no. it. Oh, gosh. And I mean half of the, And I was like, uh, it's you precious. know, that's like 55 euro. Yeah. He was like, what the fuck are you spending 55 euro on SPF for? And I was like, look oh, at Brian. me. Look yeah. at me. I look, look fabulous. When you're 60, you'll look not even 40. That's the, I actually Both can't wait. Well, well, that too. Yeah. I can't wait to see what this generation age is like. I know. I'm so excited. Where because babes? Because even like, look at like Reese Witherspoon and J-Lo and Sandra Bullock and Drew Barrymore. Like they're, you know, they're the generation ahead of us and they're all aging like fine yeah. wine. So I'm excited. No, we're, we're going to be golden. <laughs> we're absolutely laughing. Yeah. Okay, so when it comes to hair care, what hair is care. your kind of go-to what's your your product that you adore so I've started using this new product called well it's new to me it's the K18 um, oh the it's like, like a, Brazilian, a at home Brazilian blow dry it's not them? even that no 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 it's like a it's like the Olaplex yeah but it's Olaplex on steroids right right so what you do is you wash your hair and you've got to do it with like a clarifying shampoo you wash your hair down you don't put any conditioner into it at all you get out of the shower you comb your hair all through and then you put this 
treatment into it and you have to leave her for four minutes and I then you blow dry Laura, I don't like I don't like getting in and out of the shower. No, 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 you don't wash it oh, out. Oh, you don't wash it out? Leave it in. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Oh, no, oh, I'm the same. Oh, no, sorry. I couldn't. I'm not getting out of the shower. Stand there in the nip. Yeah. Looking at myself. It's like, <laughs> do you know when you've got to stand there with like your tan removed on yes, your skin? Yes, the worst. Like, oh. I can't have any mirrors near me no. if that's happening. Sorry. I just don't like getting in and out of the shower. So anything that's like, leave on for 12 minutes and then get back in I'm and like, wash no, it out. I'm like, no. Happen. No. So this is a stain. Stain. Product, yeah. Okay, I'm into so that. So the reason that I came about it is remember when I got my hair done that time and you were on like bleached it. Yes. And I was crying on Instagram. <laughs> and I was like, no, yes, stop. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So um, it was a girl in Galway actually from Bell here in Nancy Cavanaugh. I she love her. The bell brush. Yeah. Oh, she's love her. so fab. She got on to me and she was like, this is what you need. Uh, get this uh, to yourself. And I was like, okay, great. And I didn't really notice was anything like different Happening. with it. And then boom, it was like one day I was like, oh no, you're silky soft. And like, Amazing. You're actually working and my hair's not brassy and it's not falling out and it should be right now. This is a pet. Uh, yeah, oh, she's, no, she's they do so great fab. clip-ins and bond extensions, but their clip-ins are the best quality I've tried and I've tried them all. Oh, there you I, go. I went from Jessica Simpson's when I was... Oh my God, I They were amazing. Them. They were amazing in fairness. Yeah. Um, but very kind of, you know, bouncy ponytail. Yeah. Whereas Nancy's are actual hair that you can style and oh, they're brilliant. She's yeah. so fab. Galway girl. Sense. Yeah, and she's such a fab Galway girl. I actually know Nancy like for years because we used to go dancing together when we were like tots. Like, young 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 and it was me her and another girl Angela who were like really good friends and now everyone's gone on to do their own big thing like Angela owns a dance school dance oh, I love that so everyone's like yay but I, what I find with uh, Nancy why she's so great is that when you message her with any of your hair woes no matter who you are she takes the time oh, she to does. get back oh no absolutely and she treats hair care like skincare which is what I love in the new issue of Stellar magazine there's a three page feature on treating hair care like skincare <laughs> in which yes. I talk to three experts on why it's so important because what I've been seeing is a lot of kind of marketing buzzwords that you'd associate with skincare like hyaluronic mm-hmm. popping up in hair care and I'm going here what's the crack with this yeah. but then I was thinking like do we need SPF for our hair is that what heat protectant is I used to always ask about this going on holidays I was like do I need SPF on my hair well, for holidays well heat protectant will do it yeah so I won't give away all the secrets. It's actually a very interesting feature. It's three pages, which, you know, when I'm into a feature, it's three pages instead <laughs> of two. Um, so, yeah, I interviewed three experts and, yeah, the results are It's fab. So, K18 is, like, a big one for me. And I also love the Kevin Murphy Angel oh, Wash. lovely for fine hair. Yeah. The so, pink one. Yeah. So, no, this is the maroon one. Um, it's maroon and something or other. Is this the, Rinse the again, one that baby. Has, oh, maybe it is. Okay, because the pink one is the one for like fine hair that gives a bit of volume. No, I definitely don't want fine hair now. I can't do remember what it was. Hair? Do no. you have? Is your hair thick? My hair is like wisp or like curly. If oh, that makes sense. Yeah, okay. I know nobody ever sees it like no. that because I get Brazilian blow dries coming mm. out my bum. Um, but <laughs> not a Brazilian no. bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gone out of fashion now. There was a time when I was like, Bleh. yeah, I would <laughs> love one. Like, well, I know. <laughs> um, but no, I my hair is like it's just you couldn't you couldn't leave it to dry naturally because it doesn't have nice curls. If so, that makes sense, yeah, yeah. it's just like. You'd have to blow dry the tops because I have two big cow's licks and all that kind of stuff. Again, so Irish. I know. Why do we suffer like this? Well, because we have a lot of cows. So clearly we were all licked as children. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's to be it. I love that. Oh my God. Good all Ireland. But yeah, so that was like my hair then. He's K18. And I, I died a little bit inside when I had to buy Kevin Murphy for the very first time. And not just him. I'm just talking about like expensive Salon hair products. Salon products, like, yeah. God, what am I doing? Spending mm. all my money on this. It's like 50 it's quid. It's so worth it though. But... I bought them last November and I still have I them. I still have them, yeah. And you no, need, that's you true, actually. Like. Yeah, no, you do. A good salad. And like, again, you don't want to put out any on muck. Like, it, I do love a supermarket product every now and then, yep. but for consistent use. Yeah. And I mean, like, there is, and also with supermarket products, there's a massive range of what's good and what's not. But 
yeah, salon products if you want fine, long, lovely. Well, if you're going to be spending hair. the money on your hair, and yeah. I think my big thing was well, like, yeah, if you're going to get it coloured and yeah. pay for that, then keep it up. Like, exactly. They're not just trying to sell you something. And sell no, they're on. actually like they're this actually will trying work. to help you yeah. and make their jobs easier for the next. And time. it's made my life like like so different. So like, I got rid of my hair extensions in lockdown, obviously because I was supposed to be getting them back in again. Yeah, yeah. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me because sure, I had nothing else to do except for put hair treatments in my hair. Right. And I can't say the same. No, and that's totally fine. And I'm like, you're you're either with them for life or you're not. And I. Would I be life. with them for life? I had extensions since I was 17. Like, remember, I got my first set of clip-ins from my graduation. And then, like, from then consistently, it had gotten to the point that, like, I would be getting them out, like, that day and straight back in oh, again. Oh, same. That's what yeah. I do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I know people like you who are, since lockdown, who have totally changed. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends, Caitlin, I'd never seen her without her extensions. And now she has the finest, fabulous head of hair. Like, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And she was like, oh, I don't know why I bothered. <laughs> like, yeah. she's like, she's like, they're great, but, like, my hair's really healthy now. I'm the opposite. When I was bald in lockdown, I was like, I cannot wait. Like, yeah. I, I got on to Nancy and was like, help. Like, clip-ins in the meantime, yeah. because no, I just, it didn't feel like myself at all. I need, I need the stuff. But that's the thing. And it's just like... It's and so personal. I, exactly. And it is each to their own. Yeah. It's like, if you love it, then do it. I, I would, like, never discriminate on anybody getting here. Yeah, yeah. Because I lived off them for years and I knew that insecurity and that comfort blanket Absolutely. that I was like, oh, God, I need and this in my life. some people just have shit hair. I yeah. have shit hair. I have great skin. Uh, you know, yeah. I'm good at doing eyeliner, but I fucking shit hair. Yeah, well, then there you go, it. right? Swings around about exactly. <laughs> so we're nearly out of time because oh, we've crap, talked yeah. so much. Crap. But so I'm going to do a quick fire round <laughs> yeah. of products. Okay, so what is your tan favorite? Oh my god, Bella Miranda Ovs. Okay, yeah. so which one do you uh, use? The so most? I use the no, the ultra dark uh, liquid. Right. Or what I've started using now is the lotion. So okay. um, because I actually find the lotion is really, really moisturizing on my skin. So I kind of do it every second week. Okay, amazing. Wow, I, know, I love their gradual. It's really, really nice. Oh, sorry, I love a gradual. Every Everybody needs the gradual for your hands and I cannot stress this enough. Gradual for your hands and feet and knees and all those bits. I've watched so many tutorials over the years of girls doing them so perfectly with the actual tan. Yeah. But I think that some people's skin is just drier and cannot take the and amount more of more ham-like. Yeah. Like mine. Uh, yeah. So yeah. like I need the gradual for my hands and then oh, I do everything good. else. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And especially like at Christmas if you're going to get a set that has it in it. Just oh yeah. Just it on. Like, okay. So what about what is your favourite lipstick my, or lip product? Oh my favourite lip product is Obviously, Whirl lip liner. Okay. Yeah, can't live without that. Do you know, I don't think I've tried Whirl. Is it a bit brown? It's what I've on me now. Is that a bit brown? No, it's not brown. I'm going to give it a Whirl. I think it's, uh, give it a Whirl. I think it's um, (laughs) uh, the closest to my natural colour, if that makes sense. And then... People swear about Tinks, swear about it. Oh, there you go. Love you, Tinks. Um, So, like, absolutely adore that. Lipstick can hit or miss yeah. I'm not really arsed in it because I just do well, lip liner is yeah is so a. like I literally just put a bit of lip liner on and then I could put Caramex on top of it yeah. I got a lip gloss recently I won't name the brand it cost me 22 fucking euro it was a panic buy and I hate it and I'm using it because I need to get rid of it because I spent 22 I euro I love on that it. mentality I'm a devil now I do try and pawn now anyone in the office will tell you I pawn my stuff off yeah. on other people maybe not lip gloss because that's yeah. gross but yeah. like I might give it to my sister-in-law or whatever and she okay, will take yeah. it if it's vegan she'll take it yeah. but in the office I'm like I bought this skirt it doesn't fit <laughs> me or I look like a whore in it who wants it this will be lovely on you and everyone's like I don't want it <laughs> sorry guys I just I like to share which is uncharacteristic for an only child okay uh, so skincare besides your SPF what's your other kind of winning um, product my winning product definitely is oh I'm using a new serum at the minute actually by Casmara as well Um, and it's uh, like firming serum but it's hydrating I can't describe it it's my new uh, version of hyaluronic acid because okay. I found that hyaluronic acid is actually breaking me out it's a bit dry on you is yeah. it so yeah. I can't do 
hyaluronic acid. So now I've got this new serum that literally my face just I'm sure it, it has it in there. Probably There's, somewhere, yeah. I, I personally prefer a serum that has hyaluronic and something else. So that for me, that can be hyaluronic and B5. Yeah. Or it can be hyaluronic and a, like, I don't like vitamin C, but a smidge. It depends. Like straight up hyaluronic acid is going to work for everybody. Yeah. Same way glycolic acid breaks me out. So I, I feel you. I feel you have so to find yeah. the ingredients. You do. You. Yeah. yeah. And you've got to, that's why I think you need to go to a professional. Absolutely go yeah. to a professional. And have you got a favorite type of lashes for when you're glamming it up? So I actually ha- have not wore lashes since pre-pandemic. Oh my gosh. Um, and oh I, my gosh. I know. And I started using that lash maximizer instead. You know, the one that yeah. does it. And I think with enough mascara on, I actually love it. But I used to always love the Sosu Envy ones. They're br- yeah. yeah. The little corner lashes, absolutely like, I can only do a corner lash because anything else, a la- same way eyeliner, yeah, can't do any more than that. Well, sometimes like I'd like to buy a lash and then trim it a bit. Like I like to buy the, the Sosu, I think they're the Katie's and I just cut about a third of them off and mm. then they're more kind of fluffy at the outside. I think I've gotten so lazy at the minute now that I just can't No, but even. It's, it's working yeah. for you. That's fine. <laughs> we'll allow it. And what is your signature fragrance? My signature fragrance is Livia Bell. Um, Lancome. Lancome. Yeah, I feel like right now though it's gone a bit basic because everybody seems to have it. There's a new version of it out called Oui. Oh, wait. So there you go. You oh, might, well, you I might actually, like that. what's that song, you know, where it goes, um, there's no, <laughs> there's no, there's no we without you and I. <laughs> I do not know that song, but oh, it sounds great. <laughs> okay, so we'll leave it there with Laura singing about her perfume. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being so honest and open. I really appreciate it. And best of luck with all of your radio, but particularly with your weekend show. Thank you so Can't much Can't wait for to see where me. it goes. <laughs> Before we go, a reminder that Below Deck Down Under is streaming now on Hey You. And they're offering new viewers a free trial and you can watch it wherever and whenever you want. Whether that's catching up on your phone or seeing all the drama on the big screen of your TV. I personally like to cast it to my massive television like it's a big football event. Um, It's got all your reality faves like Keeping Up With Kardashians, all of the housewives and all of the Below Deck. So what are you waiting for? Get watching Hey You. And I'll be back in a fortnight with our next brilliant guest.